Yo, 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 what's good, people? Welcome to the Tripod again. I've got in front of me one of the greatest. I've got. What's this guy? Don't do the intro thing. No, 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 no. I have to do the intro properly. I've got one of the greatest to ever touch a mic. What's my love, bro? You are doing it. Go on, go on, go on. One of the greatest, one of the kindest, um, one of the most real. We've got Governor B in the house. What are you saying, bro? I'm good, man. You good? In front of me, I've got <laughs> the Gallum Sugar. <laughs> one of the greatest. <laughs> nah, I ain't one of the greatest, bro. Oh, yeah, that video you uploaded, when is this going to go one? out? Which one? When is this going to go out? Probably in a couple of weeks. Okay, so if you scrolled on his timeline about two <laughs> weeks ago, it was a great video, a great song. I actually needed it, man. Um, oh, word? Yeah, man. It was short, though. And there was one run that you did in the middle that was like, no, nah, run it back. Run it back. Um, I love, man. Appreciate it was about it. the love of Jesus and how he's our, our one true friend. Oh, the hymn. Yeah, man. Oh, are you a hymn guy? Well, I grew up in a church that was proper old school. It was Church of England. It was attached to my primary school. No way. But that's the one that my mum and dad got married in. So no, um, they sang a lot of, of those yeah. hymns. But I find that we don't really sing them that much nah, anymore. Nah. So when I hear them... Yeah, yeah, obviously I like the song, but then it also takes me back to those days. It does. It does for me because I grew up in like a Nigerian Pentecostal church where all the numbers mm. hymns. Like we had a hymn book, Mad. like hymn four hundred one. Da da da. You yeah. turn holy, holy Lord. Are you like you know? It's all of that stuff. That's what I grew up on, and I feel like it's weird because people connect now to stuff that we grew up on, mm. and it's like this nostalgic feeling. Plus the words are proper deep. Yeah, and I feel like yeah. A bit of depth. Them hymn yeah. writers didn't they didn't mess yeah, about, nah, man. Nah, nah. They Every were going line, man. <laughs> bro. Oh, them man were going through it. I, I don't even know because I was I was um, at a funeral recently and I was singing it as well. Yeah, and true. I was like, yo, what what was this guy going through to to even experience that and think of all of that stuff? It's mad. So you know, know what my theory is, though. Mm. You see, now because of technology, we can just write on our phones, on our notes, our lyrics. Yeah. And we just write anything and everything. Yeah. Because we know we can delete the line, write again. But them days when you're writing with like fountain pens <laughs> and ink is ink is short, every line is important, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> so I think they was taking their time with it. <laughs> I think that's why they bang so much, man. There's no margin for error. No, no, no. I hear just it. I hear it. <laughs> typewriters and that, bro. Man. Bro, it's it's actually deep. But how are you, bro? Like on a scale of one one being like take me home in it forget this podcast mm-hmm. and then 10 being like nah <laughs> this is the best time ever right now where are you on right now um honestly uh, it's a 10 because i know you in it so i wanted to chat with you because we talk all the time mm. but then life in general i'm probably like a six because That's cool yeah it's cool man it's cool bro i think it's a season of like blessings and battles Nicky mm. Gumbel always said that, so I stole mm. that. I stole that line because I like it. But yeah. on the one hand, I look at my life and I'm like, oh, I'm blessed, man. Like, yes. good family. Like, I like where I live. Um, everyone's good, and I know that there's a lot of people in the world mm. that pray for the stuff that I have. So I feel like blessed and almost like I don't deserve it. But mm. then on the other hand, I'm like, there's so much drama in yeah, the world yeah, yeah. consistently. Facts and. Do I truly believe that we can see substantial change in all of these different areas? Um, and sometimes I feel like maybe not. But mm. then other times I'm like, you know what? I've got to have faith and be optimistic. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man, I think I'm good, though. I'm you all right. Good? I'm all right. 
Yeah. So what's been, say, like the last year since we've got out of the pandemic? Because obviously that time was difficult for everybody. How have you got back to normal? Or would you say your life has just taken a complete different like pivot? Mm. Have you have you sensed normality in like business, life, music? Like, because you just came back from a whole season of like touring and stuff, right? With the festivals and stuff. Yeah, man. How was like, how has that normality come back for you or has it not? The festivals was all right and the events over the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. not as good as they used to be because you took all my bookings, bro. They don't <laughs> want to book me no more. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> says, even though I got an email, yeah, I thought it was a booking. It was like, do you know, called out. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> but no, on the real, okay. what, what I liked about the pandemic, even yeah. though it was different, was I got to spend a lot of time with my family. And my son, during the pandemic, was, he just turned one. And in a normal... Like in normal life, I wouldn't be at home as much yeah. as I was. Mm. So because I was at home, I didn't miss anything. Like mm-hmm. his first words, his first mm. steps, built like a proper solid bond. So that was sick. When things opened up, I got asked to do a lot of like presenting work on yeah. radio and TV. Bro, that's huge, by the way. Yeah, no, it's good. But it was proper random because most of it is in the world of sport and football, which I enjoy. But I never really thought I would do it mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. a job. Mm-hmm. Um so that really took off. Um, but it wasn't intentional. I didn't sit down and make a plan yeah. and say, because there's not a lot of festivals, a lot of events, this is my pivot. Yeah, Kind of landed in my lap and I've enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think nothing beats that. I think since I became a Christian, mm. the gift that God gave me of like music um, and how I felt like when I first started Bro. recording yeah, yeah, and how yeah. people respond yeah, to it. Man. And it's just different. meeting people and they're like, yo, this song did that for me. Yeah. I've loved that this year, man. And it feels like it's the first summer since the pandemic that's like semi-normal. Like mm. no one's wearing masks and nothing's getting cancelled. So yeah. yeah, I've enjoyed it, man. It's been mm. good this year. There's actually two two questions that I just thought of from what you just said. I think the first question is, you spoke about your son mm. and obviously like being a pops. Like what is the main difference between pre-pops governor yeah. and post-pops that's like a good what, question. what has like being a father done? Mm. How has it made you think different? Don't call me a pop star because that makes me sound mad old. Just <laughs> find another word. What's another word, bro? <laughs> what, what father? <laughs> nah, father, man. That sounds like Abraham. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a pop star, nah, man. Call me a dad, dad. <laughs> Bro, dad, you don't, you don't make it any better, bro. Right, call me daddy, man. No, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> um, no, nah, what's the main difference? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think. On like a human level, mm. when I leave my house now, I feel like it has to be for a good reason because it's taken me away from my son. So right. if I leave my house, it has to be because I'm going to spend time with someone that um, I can help or mm-hmm. someone that can help me. It's mm-hmm. going to be mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. I could be generous with my time or I'm going to like invest in like some of my skill sets mm-hmm. so I can grow or I'm going to work so I can use my gift or provide for my family. Yeah. Obviously I still have like times where I'm just going to chill with a man them. Mm-hmm. But I can't just leave my house for bants no more because and just be gallivanting bro with yeah. no aim. Yeah. Because that's time that could be spent on chilling with my son, investing in him, spending time with him. Mm. So I think the main difference is before I became a dad Where's the motive, bro? I'm always out everywhere, like, even when I don't need to be. Mm-hmm. But now I'm a dad. I'm like, I'm chilling with my son. That's my priority and my family. That's your priority. Yeah. And if I leave mm. my house, 
it's for a reason. It's not just to go and gallivant, bruv, and roam the streets. That's you know what I'm so saying? so interesting. It's almost like your life is, well, your life is yours, but mm. your life is no longer just your own. Yeah, like man. It's, it's now so much purpose behind, you know, raising Ezra. Mm. And, you know, have you seen any sort of similarities in how you grew up and how Ezra grew up? Or is it completely different, like backgrounds, you know, yeah. environments and all that stuff? Um, it's quite different, I think, but I'm trying to, you know, bring in some of the stuff that I experienced when I was growing up. It's different from him because like, he's, he's not going to struggle, bro. He's, he's just yeah. chilling, bro. He's, just, <laughs> he's walking around ordering me like, <laughs> like he pays rent, bro. Um, but like yes. yeah. when I was growing up, my parents had just moved to England. Yeah. So they were in survival mode mm. and there was a lot of pressure on me to, wow. in a good way, um, not kind of waste their journey bro talk about that man the risk yeah, that they yeah, took yeah. like they didn't yeah. come here for fun trust so uh, when i go to school make sure i pay attention when mm-hmm. i'm at outside make sure i'm doing the right things and they weren't really thinking about yo man so how was your day tell me about mm-hmm. your feelings and stuff because they were too busy just trying to make rent that month and trying yeah, to survive yeah, yeah, yeah where i'm thankful to god by the grace of god i don't feel like i'm in survival mode i'm not like completely comfortable yeah but um, I have a house to live in, like a mm. bed to sleep in, there's food on the table mm. and Ezra should be all right. So he's not going to have the same pressure on him. Yeah, but yeah, at the yeah. same time, I think that pressure is good. I think it's good when kids know that they still have to try and, and be the best that they can be. They still have to be respectful, mm. have manners. They still have to have gratitude and not, you know, this sense of entitlement. Yeah, I don't want him to lose that stuff because that stuff is so important. So... You know, sure. just because he doesn't have to struggle mm. doesn't mean that um, I want to, like, delete all the stuff that was really valuable to me mm. when I was growing up. And mm. also, my wife is white, so culturally, mm. it's very different. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even the other day, <laughs> I don't know who listens to this podcast. I hope no one comes to arrest <laughs> me, bro. <laughs> but I was like, would you ever, like, smack your, your yeah, kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, no? Yeah. I was like, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had to smack him yet, but I wouldn't just write it off like that. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, because we're course. coming from two yeah, different yeah, worlds. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, the culture stuff is interesting. But I think for Ezra, because he grows up in England, yeah, and I'm in um like his mixed race. Mm. I'm working really hard for him yeah. to know his Ghanaian side. You know what I'm saying, and not lose those roots because it's important. Mm. Jeez, bro. <laughs> bro. We've got a bit yeah. deep. <laughs> you got a couple of kids on the way, innit? Nah, so you I get don't, bro. <laughs> this guy's out here trying to spread fake news, blood. Nah, I'm joking, I'm joking. That's how rumors start, you know. <laughs> nah, nah, okay. For the sake of um, the authenticity and the integrity of this podcast, he doesn't have any kids <laughs> on the way. <laughs> What's life saying, though, bro? Good? Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm good, bro. I feel like what recently it's been more of a like rediscovery. Mm. And just finding out where my place is in every single setting because we, we've had a lot of conversations about like private life and musical life and you you's encouraging me recently and you're saying oh there's still more to come of like the cold outside because I feel life is getting so busy yeah and life is getting so full where I feel people start to say okay let me just do one thing that is guaranteed to mm. you know bring me success yeah, and take yeah. less risks yeah it's easy to do that very easy mm. and sometimes it's comfortable bro like if you're if you're looking at life and you're going yeah i can do this one thing and one thing very well and i'm gonna build my life on it and then why do i need to stress myself but i think 
even having you here because you're someone who your your hand is in different pots. Mm. So my question now is wait though on that though. Yeah. <laughs> I do believe as a friend that you are on a journey, mm. and I think it's gonna be interesting to see where you end up. I you like reckon? the way you're talking about taking risks and not just doing the comfortable thing because yeah, man. obviously the last few years you've been very Bro. successful in like a music sense mm-hmm. but you can't allow that to define you because mm. I don't think that's all God mm. has for you mm. I think you always have to explore different opportunities and different doors and not just opportunities that seem like oh they're flashy and yeah. good but some opportunities that you're, this is really going to challenge me and my character and what I want to do in the future but I know it's good for me so I think it's good even when mm. I see you put up a joke man about the songs that you put up on Insta and stuff yeah, yeah back yeah. in the day I was like he's just putting it up because he got a new shape up here but <laughs> <laughs> these times I'm like nah he's putting it up because he really means it he's yeah, getting yeah. through it man so yeah bro <laughs> but <on this> guy. <laughs> It's true though. You know I'm not lying, bro. Well, the shape ups. Yeah. No, there's a couple still. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple still. I was like, bro, I just came out from the salon. <laughs> I need to get to do a quick video, man. But <laughs> nah. But on that, so what would you say to people who are taking less risks? Because gov, bro, prices on energy bills, bro. Yeah, that's like crazy. You're. It, it feels crazy to almost tell people like, yeah, I know you got one thing going well, but don't settle. And people are going, yo, bro, I'd have no choice. Otherwise, things can go pear-shaped. And what happens when they go pear-shaped? So is it more of a boldness thing? You're telling people, like, step out in boldness or yeah. and with wisdom as well? Because Yeah, man. Wisdom is important. I don't know. I'm always, like, reluctant to give advice because I'm aware <laughs> that everyone is in such different, different situations. situations. So if yeah. you're, you know, s- 70 years old, widow, living by yourself... Mm it's insensitive for me to come and tell you you need to take risks man because you have very real challenges and and we all have very real challenges but what I would say is you know for every decision rather than asking you know is this going to be like financially beneficial or whatever whatever it might be I think the question to ask is is this decision or this door that I'm thinking of walking through going to bring me closer to God or pull me further away from God Mm -hmm. because you ask that question, maybe, I don't know, you've got an amazing job offer that might pay you like yeah. whatever it is, <laughs> 20 grand more than what you're on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know that being in that environment is going to pull you further away from God. Mm. Even though you might not have the disposable income that that yeah. opportunity would bring you, yeah. staying at your job, being in the right environment will bring you closer to God and you'll feel more satisfied That's and all right. that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I just think the question to ask is, is this decision, is this opportunity, is this risk going to allow me to lean on God more and trust mm-hmm. in God more? And if that's yes, then I think you've got to Definitely. try your best to mm. take it. But then I do understand at the same time the cost of living crisis. And, yeah. and it's very real. And it's a challenge for all of us because I got trained here, bro, because I didn't want to put petrol in my car, bro, because it's, it. it's too crazy. Bro, I hear it. But maybe God wanted me to drive, you know? So mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all have to ask ourselves these questions, man. Bro, I can't lie. I'll be using my car these days it's like, <laughs> as a luxury, bro. <laughs> bro, I can't, I, bro, real talk for people listening is like, I put, I filled my tank in like when I first got my car on my birthday last year. Mm. It cost me sixty pounds to fill up my tank. That's good, bro. Bro, but now it's hitting like what nineties. Yeah, that's crazy. And you, what car you got, bro? Tell them, man. Let bro, the people know. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> I got a big German. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Slap your keys on the table so we can hear the sound, bro. <laughs> 
I don't want to say that. It is real though. It is hey, real. bro, it's so real. Bro. It's everything is rising. And I think when I had that chat with you and you were like, bro, don't settle. I, I think a part of me was like, but you've done, hats off to you, you've done it because I don't know how honest you are with, with your listeners, you know. I mm. listened to a couple of the episodes mm, mm, mm. chatting about Nigerian food and all this stuff that <laughs> we don't need to hear about. But um, <laughs> yeah, you was living in a certain place that was yeah. very comfortable yeah, yeah, for yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, it was far, mm-hmm. but it, it made financial sense for you to stay mm. there. Yeah. Even like friendship sense, like all your people's yeah, them, yeah, your family. Yeah, for real. But you chose to put yourself in an uncomfortable mm. environment that was quite expensive because you knew that it would challenge you and yeah. push you forward and i think it's decisions like that that like they will encourage you to push forward and, and have mm. more faith and then you gotta think worst comes to worst what happens you just go back bro go back, if you thought yeah. you just go back yeah, but at least yeah, you yeah. tried you know you try mm. talking about taking risks mm. you're clearly an insane rapper like glory glory be to god and then, you gave me that pasta clap, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know when they clap? <laughs> I didn't hear your palms, bro. <laughs> you've been you've been doing this for how many, how long have you been doing this rap thing for? Um, when was your first drop ever? My first drop ever, I was seven. No, sixteen. Sixteen. Actually, that, that tune was dead though, so let's not count. <laughs> My first drop was seven, 17. Yeah. No, no, it was 16. It was 16. 16. Was yeah. it was it full project or just a single? No, it was a single. It was called Looking Out the Window. I recorded it in Vic Tizzle's bedroom. No. Yeah, way. man. Big up Vic Tizzle. And yeah, I did it because shout, um, one of the people or one of the crews that got me into rapping mm. properly, mm. especially using my faith, was G Force. And Vic Tizzle was their producer. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's how I ended up there. So that's been that's been what you've been in this game for what fifteen plus years. That's crazy. Bro. Not quite. Not quite Nearly. fifteen. Nearly fifteen years. You're trying to make me sound no, forty no, no, in that no, one. No, 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 no. <laughs> of course, man. But no, it's over ten years. Over ten years. <laughs> no, 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 no. Why are you trying to <laughs> <laughs> No, no. About fifteen. You're right. You're right. Fifteen. Fifteen years, and you're still relevant. So I guess the question for me now is, how have you maintained um, relevance in a space that's in that's fast changing, and also one thing that I'm so struck by is you've been doing this whole thing internationally for years. So your focus, I never saw you as just a UK based artist ever. Mm -hmm. Like I came to the UK in 2008, 2009. And then I got, I, yeah, yeah. I can't, I came really late. You haven't born here. No, I was born, bro. What? So you know, God doesn't listen to the podcast. You came to the UK in 2008. That was after I started music, bro. Yeah, bro. Where's your accent? Bro, this is what... I hate when people do this. <laughs> I actually hate... Bro, for people listening right now, I do have sort something like a Nigerian accent. I don't think it's that authentic anymore. You come from Nigeria? I thought you could say you was from Scotland, like, something like no, that. No, 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 no. So, thankfully, we went to like a... like a, It's called... International school. Yeah. Yeah, 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 money, yeah, yeah. You had money. You had money. No, wait, they hold on. You came to the UK in 2008. Yeah, bro. I did not know this, bro. But, but the funny thing is, not everybody in Nigeria has an accent. People True. speak well, you know. And this no, is, but see, this is the problem. No, 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 no. You're not Western you're, people, you're, you're, bro. You're, wait, no, you're wait. You're just because this. you have a Nigerian accent doesn't mean you don't speak no, well. No, 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 because that's what you were trying <laughs> to imply, bro. <laughs> you were trying that's to what say. you were trying to say. That's not what I was trying to, to say. To everybody in Nigeria right now, governor is <laughs> no. saying nah, nah, that nah. you don't speak good hey, English, bro. No, <laughs> 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 nah, I didn't say that. What I meant, yeah, was most people <laughs> that were born in Nigeria have a Nigerian accent. 
But I came when I was 12. Yeah, and you normally keep the accent that you had when you were 11. Nah, but it was so easy to just like adapt. Yeah, I found myself, and I, I moved to Basingstoke. Mm. But, and you so, went to international school in Nigeria yeah, as well. Yeah, and I also feel like if I moved to London, where I feel like there was a lot more Nigerians that I was yeah. seeing every day be, be around different. me, I think it would have been much different because I see people who came around the same time that I came and then they asked me and my siblings, oh, where have you, where's your accent going? And we're just like, we don't know. It just, Mad. I don't know. I did, Being but it's Hampshire, making sense though because yeah. I don't feel like you're a UK artist mm. trying to put gospel in your music, trying to put Afro beats in your music because yeah, yeah, Afro yeah, beats. Yeah, yeah. seems very natural, like the yeah. fusion. Oh, so. therefore. That's what I grew up on. But what accent do you have when you're chatting to your parents? Same. This one. Proper. Yeah. All now, the time. How about like your grandparents and that back home? Oh, yeah, you have to like try to, because they'll be like, nah, 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 I, can't, I can't understand you. Can you go, drop, drop that drop that English? Like, I can't understand that. Trust me. Nah, I have to obviously drop it a little bit. I have to drop it a little bit. And you speak Yoruba? Nah, I'm Igbo. You speak Igbo? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Ah. Big, up, big up to all the, the I did Igbo not know people that, bro. Imagine, right I thought now. I was your friend, you know? Who's my? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Is this common knowledge? That I'm Igbo. No, that you <laughs> came to England bro, in 2008. Bro, everywhere, bro. <laughs> Is it? Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Comprehension needs but to no, be no, no. But so, going off that, so when I came and it was like 2011, 2012, mm. then I heard like there was such a thing called like UK, like gospel. I was thinking, right, I thought it was only Kurt Franklin. Like, yeah. And was it Yinka, Lefede and all these people? No, I ain't, I ain't listening to them, bro. Oh, okay. No, sorry. No, no, no. You're rude, bro. <laughs> no, you're actually a deep guy, bro. <laughs> no, just a lot of my friends, a lot of my Nigerian friends. That's who they told me about. Oh, fair enough. But I, I, didn't, I didn't listen to them, bro. Okay. It was more like... Um, There's nothing wrong if you did, though. <laughs> <laughs> just for clarity. <laughs> just in case, bro. <laughs> No, go ahead. <laughs> it's cool. But you were doing it like back then and I obviously looked up to you in a major way and I still do, bro. But maintaining relevance for all those years, have you, do you feel like you've adapted your sound to fit the season or is there like a running theme and you're just like, look, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. No, I definitely adapted my sound to fit whatever was popular at the time. Mm-hmm. But I think I went... I went too far with it, if I'm being honest. Um, oh, right. Because now when I look back at some of my music, I feel like it's not as authentic as it could have been. What, what, what album are you talking about, bro? <laughs> the one where I just completely <laughs> lost my head was Odd One Out. Because at the time... So let me... The backstory is... I'm mm. um, Ghanaian. Yeah. I grew up on a council estate in East London. Mm. When I was 15, I moved to Essex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bare white people, not mm-hmm. loads of black people. All my friends are white. I grew up, you know, on gospel, Afrobeat, high life, like a lot of Ghanaian music. Yeah. When I moved to Essex, um, and even just before I moved, it was like garage, like house music. Mm-hmm. I had so many different influences, so many different friendship groups that I liked everything, genuinely. Yeah. So in 2013, 14, when... You had like Tiny Temper doing a lot of like dance music, yeah. Swedish House Mafia. Or they Fuse. call it Unz Unz music. Fuse, Fuse, Fuse ODG as well. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. People that are doing this music or this kind of music are at the kind of events that I see myself at. Got you. So I, I was like, if I'm going to do festivals and stuff, uh-huh. I need to do Unz Unz music, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on Odd One Out, there was better Unz Unz music. <laughs> and it worked. But what yeah. I realized is that mm. for my set, people would be loving it, jumping up and down. Yeah. But after my set, they're not really still checking for my music. They're very oh, much yeah. like in the moment because mm. 
it's like the energy of it. Yeah. But it wasn't yeah. really cutting through. And mm. the catalyst was actually when my pops passed. Mm. I was like, I kind of lost a lot of my fear. And I wasn't like, I was like, I'm just not going to go with whatever is cool at the moment. I'm just going to make what I really love, mm. even if that radio don't play it, even yeah. if yeah. it's not going to get me festival bookings. And That's crazy. I'm just going to focus on the lyricism. And my boy Jordan said mm. to me, if you was the last person on earth and it was only you, what music would you listen to? Then I was like, yeah, I'm going to make that and Got forget you. about everyone That's else. That's good advice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So in terms of the relevance... I know it's not a good answer and it's like the Christian answer, but it's genuinely like God's grace that he's kept me for this long. Mm. I think I've been blessed. He's put good people around me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I definitely just That's did great. whatever was cool to yeah, get yeah. me in certain positions mm. and then tried to use those positions to the best of my advantage, which is cool. Mm. But I think if you go so far that you lose yourself, it's not a good thing. Yeah. So there is, you're saying there is, for the artists who are listening right now, like, mm. yo, what you know, I would love to learn from God. There is a lot of wisdom in, being in the season and being in the culture, being in the sound, however, don't lose yourself in trying to chase something, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And you can use little influences here and there while yeah. still keeping to, you know, the stuff that you're, yeah, your originality. Because let's say like in the last couple of years, drill is huge. I'm not going to go in a studio. Before I would have, I would have just given me a drill beat. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm like, you know what? I like the movement of that bass line. Yeah, yeah, let's keep yeah. what we do, but let's use like a drill inspired bass line. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. you're current, mm. but you're still you. Mm, mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. So what, what's in your opinion? What's your best album? My best album? The latest one, because I still need to make some money from it. So we'll get that. <laughs> nah. As it goes, tune that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I genuinely think... Um, my first album and my last two and the first album because you know like when you first find that god-given yeah, yeah, purpose yeah, 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 yeah. the zeal it's and nuts. the excitement it's you off have the, yeah off the hook. Bro, i wish i could have just bottled it up and kept it because wow. you get tired in it and fatigued yeah, and stuff yeah. but yeah that's always going to be one of my favorites but then hands are made for working which was the one after my dad passed mm -hmm. it's like the one that i lost fear and i was just completely myself and mm. then i think i've just grown since then mm. So that's on the music point. So it's like the relevance and the longevity has been great. So do you have any sort of goals and ideas from the music point moving on for the next 10 years? Yeah, I do actually. Um, so for me, I think I'm in a slightly different season. I used to just put out an album because it's good to, you know, be creative. And uh, I'm a rapper as a job. So two years can't go by without me putting up music. I hear it. Yeah. But now I think I'm at the stage where I'm only going to put out albums when I have something to say. Got you. So if Holy Spirit inspires me, he's like, right, I want you to talk on this or something happens in my life, mm -hmm. then I'll make an album. But mm -hmm. I don't really anymore just go in the studio just because I haven't put one out in a while. Mm. But the big thing I want to do is I want there to be, when I say Governor Bees, I don't mean me, but I mean a community of at least 15 of us that are consistently putting out quality music. Yeah. Because when I study the stuff I grew up on, yeah, like grime music, mm. I listened to it from when it was underground. Mm. But it only blew up when there was Skepta, yeah. Wiley, yeah, yeah. Dizzy Rascal, mm -hmm. JME, Kano, like bear of them at the same time because it's like a movement. Yeah. And every it's that its own subculture and everyone's supporting each other, everyone's putting out stuff, so it becomes way more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my goal is to create some I don't know if it's a record label, if it's like a collective, 
but just to play my part in creating 15 of like the next yes, Governor Bees that will definitely. go and do way more than I'm doing. Because mm. for me, it's amazing that people can say, oh yeah, look at Called Out. Mm. But it's still just you on your own. Mm. So everything's dependent on when you're dropping your album or when you're touring. And then mm. the rest of the time, we ain't got much. Mm. But if there's 15 yeah, people yeah. doing it, yeah, that's a big movement, it's, bro. Yeah, I think that's on that point. That's when I feel, because a lot of time people ask me, why isn't the UK one of the major players? You know, you got America, you got South Africa, mm. bro. You got Nigeria, you got even Ghana, bro. There's like a few people like doing crazy things, and the UK always seems to be overlooked in a sense. And I think it's because of that. It's like if there's 15, 20 people who are always bang on it, not settling for less, I think that that will make a difference. So, like at the moment, what do you think about our current scene? I wouldn't say industry. I'll say scene. Scene, yeah. Yeah. On what you were saying, I would say a, a big thing to try and like learn from is someone said this thing to me is like putting out another person's light won't make yours shine any brighter. So sometimes True. we tell ourselves that there's only a few opportunities here. So mm. we don't want to bring <laughs> bring anyone else in. Yeah, we want to keep that yeah, for yeah. ourselves. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's true. a lie. I think there's many opportunities. Definitely. And the sooner we're like, ah, oh, I can't do it, but... Check Faith Child, check called out, check blah 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 yeah. blah, and yeah, yeah. it just keeps it moving. But in terms of the UK scene, um, I think it's great. I think there's a lot of good artists that I would be proud because mm. my barometer is obviously we bang it because we know the heart behind it. <laughs> <laughs> but when my cousins that aren't Christians yeah, come to the crib at true, Christmas, true, 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 can true. I play this with chess yes, yes, and say yes. this is sick <laughs> and there's definitely been times where the same two three artists mm. but now I feel like there's a good amount there's a, there's a, there's a good chunk that you can play yeah, with chess for sure, and for sure. regardless of the message sure. people no matter their background can say this is good music mm. so I like it um, I would like to see more collaboration I think that is the key yeah. to growing it more and also a more generous way to look at business because i think you know if an artist is like oh, i'm not gonna do this because it's not really like a good yeah. opportunity it's not really paying me much i always think like all right, if you get a hundred percent of a thousand pounds yeah mm. that's a good amount of money yes so you can you know make your business decisions to get that but then if you collaborate and build with people and get 10 percent of 10 million pounds mm. that's more than your 100 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's almost looking at the complete landscape and thinking how can we grow the scene as a whole because that's yeah. also going to be beneficial mm. to myself mm. i know there's going to be someone that hears this and thinks <laughs> yeah but governor i sent you the tune <laughs> to do a feature bro but i'm saying where possible bro i did actually send you <laughs> don't try, no 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 don't no, try. no bro, bro, bro. i'll pull out my no, no. i knew he's going to do that wait hold on one second let me pull no, out bro, my bro, bro, you don't need to do that bro there's yeah, no need because no now need. you're backtracking but there's bro. no need there's no need <laughs> i emailed called out music here yeah? In 2013, <laughs> let me see what he replied. Let me let me read you what he replied. Yeah, Yo, I think I can come on. Don't podcast, listen to don't whatever mind. whatever this guy's about to say next. Just like just don't even listen. Okay, do you know why I'm not gonna read you a reply? <laughs> why? Because he didn't reply. How about that? <laughs> 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 no, but on the real, yeah, I think collaboration yeah, yeah, yeah. is the key. But also the like key. being business savvy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Don't get an advanced and go to Westfield. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah, invest yeah, in yeah. your craft because I think Therefore. people can tell when you're serious about your craft. 100%. 100%. And on that note, I guess um, a final question I wanted to ask, just 
tying right, everything. Trying to get me out of your yard already, bro. Bruv. <laughs> Why you can't look at the watch, bro? You got someone coming around. Man's got to eat. <laughs> <laughs> man's got to cook, cook lunch, bro. <laughs> you cooking for me? Nah, bro. I can't lie. <laughs> I offered to buy you food, though. You said nah, you were good. good man. Save you your sure? money, bro. Put it into the next album. See, oh, I love oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, like, the final question, like, tying everything in, which is, like, um, family, your family life, business life, musical life, personal life, is a simple one. Mm. And I've been thinking about this a lot recently. Does comparison really kill? Because... Mm, great question. I don't think... Because when we've spoken about Governor B, the person, the artist, the father, it's so easy to look at other people and go, rah, like, mm. what's happening in my life? But at the same time, I've had a conversation with people who are like... Samuel, comparison kills. End of story. And I'm like, well, how are you going to know what's good if you don't compare? So I want to put it to you because this is how I kind of want to just tie it in because there's going to be people who are listening who are like, I find myself constantly comparing myself to other people. Is there such thing as healthy comparison, bro? I'm just going to need to like basically Google whether... What, the definition? Nah, if what the Bible says because someone's going to say, yeah, but what the Bible... (laughs) (laughs) Is That's there a verse on comparison? I'm sure there is. Bro, One second. Let me see if lie, I can. Man. You're, you're the Bible scholar here, bro. Don't lie, bro, man. <laughs> you've, led, you've been pastor of three churches already, bro. <laughs> you're still in your 20s, bro. You've already pastored three churches. <laughs> bro, it's a good question. That is. Right, what does the Bible say about comparing ourselves to others? This is good. All right. So it basically talks about seeking the approval of man, which I think is is good. So I think. Is that, is, that compa- is that comparison? Comparison doesn't bro? kill because you're right. I've compared myself to you, if I'm being real. Mm. Like, bro, you're killing it. I know you're humble, so you do the fake humble. Bro, thing, lad, just just humor me for a second, yeah. <laughs> you're, you can go to countries in Africa and they know who called out music is. You can announce a show in America and you know that people will turn up. So I look at that and think, rah, let me look at his career and the decisions he's made and analyze how he's done that because if mm. i can do this if he can do I it see. i can do it yeah, too yeah, 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 yeah. so for yeah. me that's a positive yeah. of comparison yeah but i think when it comes to you know what the bible says about allowing others to validate you or when it crosses over into jealousy or when it crosses over into envy like i wish i had that yeah i think that's when it kills because all it does is make you unhappy yeah. and dissatisfied with where you're at when really the places that we're all at right now, mm. there is blessing in the places that we are all at. But when we look at other people too much with jealousy and envy and we feel that the other people have to validate us, I think that's when comparison is is dangerous. And then the other thing is what people always say is, oh, don't compare yourself to another yeah. person because you don't know what they, they did to through, <laughs> get there, what they go through. There, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So even with me, you you might, you know, you mentioned my work, my family, yeah. my son. Yeah. But I had an argument with my wife the other day because I didn't wash the plates before I went to bed. Do you know what I'm saying? So if you want, you have to, you want that as well. <laughs> you, but that's just a small example of I hear it. everyone's I hear it. their own yeah, path. And there's yeah. going to be things that look great. But beneath the surface, there's also going to be challenges. That's cra- because, But the thing is, I've struggled with this big time mm. because like music is i guess one of the hot spots for stuff like this because mm. you're looking at other people get like limelight and stuff and it's crazy because i feel like i've been blessed but even for people like 
I don't even know. I might sit with Kurt Franklin and he's mm. gonna tell me, yeah, man, I struggled with that too. Mm. And it's just crazy because but he will though. He he will. He say will that. probably say that. Yeah. And it's like there's no level you get to where you it stops because it's a human nature thing. Exactly. But the line I feel between com- healthy comparison and jealousy is very thin. Mm. Because I found myself, and I I had to adopt this tactic. There were a few people years back that I was like, right, I really envied this person and what they're doing mm. with the music. And it got so bad that I would unfollow them because I didn't want to see it. A few of my friends have said this, you know. Really? My boy unfollowed me. Your boy? Yeah, but in in my mind, I think you're right. He had the record deal and all that kind of stuff, but he unfollowed me because it looked like I was having too much of a good time at shows. That's crazy. Do you know how crazy that is? Yeah, it's mad. Like Comparison really takes your eyes off the blessing Mm. and it makes you focus on what you don't have. Which Exactly, bro. And that's what kills. Mm. If you allow it to take your focus, mm. there you go. You answered your own question. Yeah, you're a pastor, mm. bro. If you, no, but on a rule, I think that's the bro, key. That's deep. If that's you deep. allow it to take your focus away from your thing, then I think that's when it's very dangerous. But maybe comparison isn't the right word. It's like, no, it is. Because if I look at you and see what you do well, so that I can do the same thing well, yeah, that is comparison, isn't it? Do you think they say comparison kills because they're talking about the end product? As opposed yeah. to the the start where it can it can be healthy. Do you think it, it can be healthy, right? You're saying 100%, it can. percent yeah. Okay. Even though I haven't got my shows in America or Africa nah, yet. Nah, so <laughs> Bring me in, bro. What's going on? What's going on? No, but yeah, I think it can be healthy, genuinely. It can be. But then, yeah, but the end it, product or if it takes your focus away, bro. then it's, it's dangerous. Well, one thing I started to do was to pray for the people I envied. Boy. So it, it was hard. I remember the first time I tried to do it, Words weren't coming out my mouth, bro. I can't, I can't lie, bro. I was trying to talk, but I wasn't talking. Words were not coming out. But I think what happened was I started doing it. I did it for like two weeks. And then I followed the person back. And then when they posted their thing, I was like, hold on. Like, I've been praying for your success. Mm-hmm. So I was able to like, comment and even share it. And I was like... That's a good tactic. But it, t- it took a lot. So mm-hmm. I'm, I would say it's helped me and it can help anybody who's listening to it right now. But... I guess it's okay to compare yourself to someone in a healthy way to be like, what can I learn? Exactly. From this? Yeah. As opposed to why does this person have this and I don't? Yeah. No, that's true. Thank you for following me back, bro. Appreciate that. Nah, man. That was yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if I followed you, blood. <laughs> Would you even notice, bro? Uh, nah, man. Nah, I used man. to be, social media used to have a, a deep grip on my life, bro. Word. One time I even had this app. That would tell me when people unfollow me, bro. That's how much like validation was important to mm. me. But now I've truly like learned that I can never judge another person's actions because I don't know what they're going through. Well, why don't? Yeah, why but they you might have unfollowed me because you know you're you're going through a mad stage in your life where you can't work out who your friends are, or you might feel like you. Interesting. There's so many issues. You're, you're giving that people, people have. the benefit of the doubt. I think we have to, bro. Bro, the world's crazy right now, man. Uh, whenever I look at anyone. I just think, I don't know what you're going through. You might make mm. some mad decisions. Mm. Like you, bro. You make mad decisions all the time, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro but I'm bear, like, bear. <laughs> he's going for it. He's going <laughs> for it. <laughs> no, but seriously, I don't take that stuff personally. I'll try my best not to, you know? Yeah. I think it's very rare yeah. that people think, I am going to do this because I really, really want to hurt someone. Yeah. I think the decisions that we make that hurt people nearly always are a byproduct of something deeper that's going on in our lives. Mm. So I think when you think about life like that, you learn not to, to, to f- take things super personally. And then you give grace to everyone. Yeah, because, you know, who are we? You know, he, he forgave us, so so we forgive. And on that note, 
I forgive can you, you bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, bro, you can come back, bro. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> but now, nah, God, thanks for coming on the pod. Love, man. Before- who, do I, what's the, who do I speak to about the payment and stuff like that? <laughs> the invoice. <laughs> <laughs> Your invoice chips, bro. <laughs> Send it to chips, bro. <laughs> Yo, chips, bro. <laughs> I need my travel on top as well, bro. <laughs> nah, bro, I appreciate it. But what you got on, bro? Like... What you got on at the Oh, moment? really? You're not getting paid for this, no? <laughs> bro, Mad. Bro, we're plugging it in, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, I'm trying to finish my album, if I'm being honest. Jeez. Yeah, I had this song Let's go. called um, Peace of God. Let's go. That, Which is um, one of my biggest songs, by the way. Called thank, out. Thank you, bro. Thank, <laughs> thanks, Spotify, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fake. Um, yeah, thank you, Called Out, for, for, oh. for being on it. And I appreciated it so much that I made it a single. But mm. when I did the song for your album, I noticed it's not a single. But right. you know, I like my- keep it moving. <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to finish my album, bro. With people that will make the songs, you know, singles. <laughs> I'm tired of this guy, bro. Nah, nah. So is is that is that the only thing at the moment? Um, Are you writing another book? Oh yeah, me and my wife just wrote a, a finished the book that's out in April, I believe. It's called Where Granddad Lives. It's a picture book for toddlers. And it's a way That's to, crazy. you know, explain crazy. grief, mm-hmm. keep the legacy mm-hmm. of a loved one alive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a fun way. Um, writing another book as well. There's loads of stuff on the side, no, you know. Coming. So where can we find you, bro? Um, what's, what's the at saying? You follow me at the moment, innit? Yeah. So yeah, if you go to Cool Darts Instagram <laughs> and then click on his following <laughs> list and then just type gov, I should come up. If I don't, then there's going to be a problem. <laughs> Oh, bro. It'd be so awkward if people actually try it and you're not there, bro. Nah, bro. Big love, man. Thanks for coming on the pod, man. Appreciate good, you, man. Any last words for the fam, for the tribe? Yeah, bro. I remember when you was coming up, yeah. <laughs> and you had less Instagram followers than me. Talk about comparison. Nah, uh, jealousy of hey, Instagram bro. followers, bro. bro. <laughs> nearly at 200k. What's going on? What am I doing wrong, bro? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I post small, small <laughs> selfies getting 5,000 likes. I'm like, brother, I'm on 240, <laughs> man. What's, what's happening? <laughs> hey, Grace. all call down fans. Report to my page right now, bro. Oh, bro, man. Now, big love, man. Big love. Thanks Easy, for coming on, man. Thanks for having me, bro. Appreciate it, man. I drive. That's Governor B. Um, follow his Insta, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, man, I ain't posted in a while, man. Yeah, just trying to make you pay for for, for people yeah, to see your yeah, post, but it's long. Yeah, man, that's that's long. Still. You on TikTok? Yeah, bro. Is it? Yeah, bro. It's this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep up to date with everything God is doing, man. He's a great guy. And what you got friend. next, bro? What one? What you got next in terms of life? Life, man. Don't worry about it, bro. Jeez, bro, don't, don't worry about it. Mad. Don't worry about that, bro. See the Harley Street bag there. <laughs> engagement ring or? Nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> That's that's <laughs> Love for coming. Thanks for listening to the tripod. It's been called out. It's been Samuel. It's been Governor B. Uh, we'll catch you later. Easy. Bless up. Bless Love. up.